Do not no, lick no. the buttons. No, no. Click the buttons, not lick the buttons. There, Stop there is buttons. shiny red buttons. There Please, is a no. noticeable difference between clicking buttons and licking them. This is not the meme <laughs> of two buttons, one saying click and one saying lick, and Burp is there wiping sweat off of her forehead. <laughs> because Burp would not be licking... Well, Burp would not be wiping sweat off her forehead. She'd be licking both buttons. Uh-huh. But never mind about that. They might Hello, taste good. <laughs> and welcome to Critical Recovery. They're raspberry-flavored. This is a 5th yeah. edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign... My name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. And I am joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Beth, Chris, Ellie, Eo, Jen. Cindy's hanging out with us tonight. And what happened last time? Bandits. We beat up a bunch of level negative three bandits. No, 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 no. What we did was we taught a bunch of negative level three bandits a valuable lesson. I mean, the one who left was was made a seriously good wisdom check because look, they, they have a small goblin child and a winged dog. You don't want to mess with these. I, love I how adopted kids. You did. Yeah. I love. Like also, the whole a case lot of, of them. Yes. They decided the one. They decided the one in the in the cart reading a book was the least threatening one. He's the one that broke one of their arms. Yes. Also, look, people all I'm saying... are making loud noises outside. None of it's showing up in the in the audio. None of it. Yes, but, but I I understand if it's distracting. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to be louder. Ah, no. Bring in Daldane. I'm not sure. <laughs> it sounds like somebody wants to bring in Daldane and and isn't doing a great job of it. Honestly. <laughs> there is indistinct. There is an indistinct musical beat happening. I cannot hear any of the actual music, but I can hear the beat. That used to be my next door neighbor for many months. Yeah. We have neighbors that like to throw parties every weekend and a lot of the weekdays as well. Hmm, My next door neighbor is how I learned that in traditional Mexican music and traditional polka music, the bass beats are more or less the same. Oh, Mm -hmm. there's the vocals. Yeah, it's a three count. Yeah. There's the vocals. The vocals don't sound like words, but there's the vocals. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Music Critique Lessons with Cogwheel Gaming. <laughs> if we're doing that, we should get Daldane. <laughs> <laughs> and Galen. Um, so, yes, a good time was had by all well, that didn't get their arms broken. Is. Yes. Well, or kneecaps. I, th- there was mm-hmm. one bandit who had a better time than the rest of them, only because, like, like you said, made an exceptional wisdom check. It was, to be fair, a very low DC, because he just looked at the party and said, "Look, only one of them is human. The rest are all different races. Mm-hmm. This is a ragtag band of adventurers. Mm-hmm. If we're lucky, they're low level." And it'll be a long, drawn-out fight. But we're still gonna lose. I'm out. I mean, he was right. Yeah. And um, I did go and rename most of the characters based on a suggestion from Beth. They were previously all named after superhero secret identities. um, But no more. Now only two of them were named after a superhero. The same superhero. (laughs) 
Uh, okay. Alan was the smart one. Barry was the leader who was banished. That was fun for him because he'd never been banished before. He didn't know if he'd be back. Um, the one who was the youngest of the party, who actually didn't get injured at all, but was extremely intimidated, his name is now Chadwick. You will never know what his name used to be. Actually, I already told you in chat what his name was. Um, uh -huh. His older brother, who is still, like, teenager, is named Derek. And Eric was the one who ran off screaming and eventually got licked to heal him. Um, he ran off screaming because uh, a cinnamon bun of a warlock said hello. I didn't say hello. I said person. you should run. And it worked. Um, and the one who got kneecapped by a goblin child is named Frederick. And, and now that you have all this information and delicious looking food has been posted in discord. That um, concerned me for a moment. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to take, knows why. <laughs> we're we're going to take a short break while I order supper. Um, so we'll be back in half an hour because I got to wait for it to be delivered. Uh, no, no, this is true. I already had supper. Um, Sorry, I wanted to share the awesomeness of the food that I've just been given. I mean, it looks it's pretty awesome. It's a lot of food. Yes. Um, if I remember correctly, <laughs> we ended with the bandits being given a an opportunity to reevaluate their career choices and perhaps um, sort of change their path to something that was parallel but completely opposite of raiding caravans but in fact be caravan guards and they begrudgingly accepted because the alternative appeared to be death we would have let him go yeah I just want to quickly clarify I don't think any of us would have killed any of those people you gave one Except of them a choice of arm or leg yes it's called intimidation Aaron God and then you <laughs> took him up on it yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did make one of them not exist for a little bit. <laughs> yes. You sent He's them to existential a harmless demi-plane. It's fine. Yes, but we, but when we do that, we tell all of his friends that we sent him to the plane of pandemonium just to scare them. Also, that he didn't know the demi-plane was harmless. But never mind about that. Uh, so This will takes... teach him <laughs> to listen to Alan. Alan's the only smart one, let's be honest. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, it's established that he is quite smart. He did fail out of engineering school, but no one else in the bandit party went to engineering school. Mm -hmm. So, by default, that makes him the smartest of them, because he at least got in. He passed the entrance exams, and bridges were burned. He doesn't want to discuss whether or not it's literal. Because it was. Well, that's what some of you are assuming. He doesn't want to discuss it. Mm. Some of the others said... It, it's... Things were said, statements were made, Zone of Truth hadn't been cast, who's to say? <laughs> Have we adopted all of these peoples, or...? Not so much adopted as you hired them to be caravan guards with you. Ah. I adopted. I mean, I didn't adopt <laughs> Alan. Uh, figure Alan is an adult and doesn't need it, but I adopted the others. Well... There's two of them that aren't yet 20. The rest of them are in their 20s. Um, the ones that are already in their 20s might not 
want you to be filing paperwork with the local orphanage to be their caretaker. <laughs> they they might have some disagreeing statements to share with you. Um, also, Chadwick and Derek, who are the two youngest, who are in fact teenagers. One of them is almost seventeen, um, and the other one's slightly older. They don't necessarily look very keen on the whole adoption thing either. But that's besides if the you, point. When the party decides to do something, it usually just ends up with a small you, goblin child. If you don't want to be adopted by the Asimar, then, then don't you shouldn't be a teenager them. trying to rob caravans. Right. Don't be abandoned with a heart of gold, is what you're saying. No, I think we're just saying don't be a, a pathetic level negative three bandit. They're not negative level three. They're CR one eight. It's a big difference. So that's like negative level four. Look, just because if we were doing a single player adventure with a level one character, I'd have to have more than one of them fighting you to make it be fair. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they're a negative level. With that said, level. <laughs> you're on the road for two more days before over half of them disappear. Well, half of them disappear. <sighs> Um, the bandit Before leader. Before after they got paid. Hmm. Some of the money, I believe, was given to them in advance. Hmm. I gave it um, to the, the caravan leader to give to them once they completed ah, the task. Okay. Well, either way, <coughs> Barry and the two older ones that aren't Alan <coughs> disappeared one night. And this time it's not my fault. <laughs> Just to be sure, the caravan leader waits around for a minute. Oh, a full 60 seconds. Gracious. I mean, that's 10 rounds of combat. That's a lot. That's yeah, like three okay. hours of gameplay. <laughs> the caravan leader is just like, are you coming back? Are you coming back? And at exactly that volume. <laughs> the caravan leader is a reaper. No. Yes. <laughs> to be honest, the caravan leader is not too upset about them disappearing because... They really got off on the wrong foot, and there wasn't a lot of effort to make sure they started over properly. Hmm. Knock it so, up. Their performance review was coming up, and it, it wasn't looking good. However, there mm. are still three former bandits with you, Alan, as well as Chadwick and Derek. Chadwick and Derek are the younger ones. You had a catch? Yes. And this is not just because ZM did not want to play six additional NPCs <laughs> along with a talking dog. Clever. It's not just because of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, some of them are a little more dedicated to the idea of running off and being bandits than others. Yeah. Well, I'll say it. These are the three I'm glad it stayed. Yes. Uh, I have Chadwick this, and Derek. this terrible... Sorry. You go. I have this terrible feeling that Burp has been trying to hand them sticks and teach them how to swing sticks wildly at trees and things. I'm helping. (laughs) Burp is just a chaos goblin. Seriously, I love it. That's wonderful. (laughs) They are not keen on being taught how to fight by a goblin child. So I am helping. (laughs) They are... <clears throat> begrudgingly willing to be taught a thing or two by the glittery armored wall 
that is slightly <laughs> less of an armory than before you defended the goblin village. If they will allow it, I would also like to try and assess, but I know they're not very fond of me in trying to give me hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> give me a persuasion check. Uh, 16. Now, when, when you try to give them advice or lessons, they do what they're told to... They're like that student that hates the class, but knows they need to take the class, or their parents will be very upset with them. Be actually angry, not just disappointed. So they do the bare minimum of what's expected of them, and that's it. That's what they do when Thandrin tries to show them anything. They are a bit more willing with Ryan. If I remember correctly, Ryan didn't actually do tons of damage to anyone. I'm not sure Ryan did any damage to yeah, anyone. Yeah, I don't think Ryan did any damage. Um, Ryan was there as a pillar of support <laughs> when the bandit captain was given a new career opportunity. <laughs> and Ryan burned very few calories doing maximum efficiency. <laughs> but no, Ryan didn't do any damage. Um, Alan is happy to pick up whatever anyone's putting down. Andrew just wants to make sure these kids aren't going to end up getting themselves killed. He wants to make sure that they can at least defend themselves. At, at some point over the next two days of travel, Alan does let someone in the party know when the kids are out of earshot um, that the reason why they're still here is because he made sure they did not leave when the rest of them did. Because he really didn't want them to end up getting killed. I guess he told Ryan. <laughs> he, he doesn't... He, he's not a bandit with a heart of gold. That's, that's not his MO. That's not his, his thing. But this isn't really the line of work for them. They should be doing something else. They don't want to be doing something else right now. There's a lot of baggage that they're bringing with them that they're not sharing with anyone. But he's just hoping they stay alive long enough to come to their senses and make a better decision. In short, he's pretty sure it's just a phase. Also, very quickly... Well, have I heard this one before? <laughs> very quickly, point of order for Mr. DM. Yes. Every day when we wake up, I do the same thing. Grab Zura, make sure that thing's still in the box, close it. Okay. Um, Thandrin and Zuda, I would like both of you to give me two wisdom saving throws. Why? Oh, why must the use, neighbors be this loud? I um, use my inspiration on that first one. Well, you've got Zuda assisting you, so yeah, you burned your inspiration but didn't need it. <laughs> no, no, the first one. No, the first one was a six. Yes, and then Zuda rolled a 22. Oh, yeah, I forgot it. Okay, that's what Zuda's there for, to help me. Okay, that's it. Now, we have it reversed. We have it reversed the second time. Mm -hmm. On the next day, Zuda finds herself reaching for the stone, and you catch her. Always in pairs. Why why we do this in pairs? Mm -hmm. Because when you're doing this in pairs, you have been consistently having at least one of you roll over a 20. Yes. Okay. All right. And I have to say it out loud because this is an audio-only format and no one can see our die rolls except for us. <laughs> All right. Well, on the second day, you start to see a dark, looming shape off of the distance that is very vertical. And it's fairly obvious that you are approaching the Tower of Kavrin. You didn't see it 
yesterday because there was too many storm clouds in the way. And very frequently there's fog that rolls in at times where anyone who has any positive modifier for survival would look around and say, there is absolutely no reason for there to be fog here. There's no topographical (laughs) elements that would allow for this much moisture to be in the atmosphere. It's the wrong temperature. There wasn't enough of a temperature change. to do. Why, why is there fog here? The tower is it just lights. for the aesthetic? Mm-hmm. 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 Matter of fact, because the fog rolls in so low to the ground, uh, on a few occasions, none of you can see Burp. Uh-oh. That is the child. You, you can still see Quincy because Quincy just like lifts up one wing. So oh. imagine, <laughs> if you will, a feathered shark. <laughs> I believe we would have probably said to Quincy, stay near Burp. Mm-hmm. Way ahead of you. Thank you. Burp waves a hand up high over her head and goes, here. Okay, good. We have not lost you yet in the fog. Okay. You're so lucky that Burp is not... Is just barely not malicious enough to sneak up behind people and go boo from waist height. <laughs> we are all impressed by her restraint. I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly shocked that you do not do this at least once. Well, the problem is finding the right person to do it to, because if you do it to the wrong person, you might get Eldritch blasted by, in, by <laughs> reflex. And if you do it to Alan or the kids, then, I mean... That's just me. More PTSD for the kids. Ugh. Yeah. And I can also guarantee Thandrum would probably punch Burp out of reflux. That was probably a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, Burp does not want to have to rage just to shout booze safely. <laughs> I would not intentionally punch the child, but out of fear and oh god. <laughs> <laughs> See, Burp is just barely not not daft enough to do that, barely. And if you do it to Ryan, uh, even odds on whether you'll get an, no reaction at all, or whether you'll suddenly uh, have a glowing shield in your face. Exactly! Nobody and- here is safe to go boo at. Anytime <laughs> that it looks like Burp might be considering this. And we've already established Burp is not doing this. Right. But anytime it looks like Burp is getting close to considering this, an angelic canine may or may not pick Burp up and move her somewhere else, not unlike the way a mama cat picks up and moves a kitten. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's what about is. what Burp figured, honestly. I'm gonna Only maybe with ready. more objections by the baby kitten. Just pick up, pick up the goblin. I'm gonna stop this before anything bad happens. Burp is sort of going, boo, boo, boo. <laughs> no, no, sort no. Of it's waving hands. Didn't, didn't. <laughs> well, yes, but while being carried, you see, it's 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 being carried away from the problem, and and but boo, <sighs> sad. Well, Why do we have dancing baby shark? Because fog shark. That is uh, actually a dog. Baby shark, do, 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 do. 
I don't actually know the tune. <laughs> it, it's probably for the best because then it would be an earworm Copyright for all of strike. us. Um, yeah. So you get to the town that surrounds the Tower of Kavrim. And this okay. is actually the stop for the caravan <laughs> because they're going to find a room in an inn. They're going to offload their goods with some local merchants. And then they're heading back the way they came. Your work guarding the caravan has come to a close. Okay. If they're headed back the way they came, they probably do need to take someone with them who will be able to yell boo at um, Barry and the others. Alan says, don't worry. I've got this. Okay. I want to roll an insight check. 18. Gold is gold. Alan's getting paid to guard a caravan. He's okay with that. And if you run, if they run into the same bandits that used to be their allies, based on the interactions the party has had with Alan specifically, you're, you're not too worried. You're not too <laughs> worried that he himself might be overpowered. But at, at this point, unless you're choosing to stay with the caravan and start a new life that doesn't involve trying to banish a god from reality... Um, this is where you part ways. Revenge for for them trying to hurt the poor little kobold. Oh, I missed something when I stepped away, didn't I? Well, the caravans oh, the reaches destination. Are You're so loud. Now. <laughs> okay, I got the part where the caravan reached the destination and took off. Yeah. We're okay. Burp is not going to to be a caravan guard for the rest of her life. She is going to get revenge on the people who hurt poor little co- ancient kobold. Well, didn't uh, quite. They could have killed okay. him. Also, there's a tower up ahead that has not yet been licked by you. This is true. It may have been licked, but not by you. But and that is an important some, distinction. It is. <laughs> what does an evil tower taste like? Well, it looks pretty evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything about its appearance screams ominous. Mm-hmm. Do you think it tastes like, tastes like licorice or just dirt? Why would it... I'm going to regret asking this, but yes, why would are. it taste like licorice? Because... Gloomy! But red red licorice or black licorice? Black licorice. Be right back, licking a tower. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I personally like black licorice. I don't like any kind of licorice. Okay. I also like candy corn. I am an odd person. <laughs> I don't think any of us will argue, though. <laughs> I think we're all odd in our own ways, and that's why we get sure along. I've never had licorice. We've had Twizzlers. I mean, that's not licorice, but it's sort of like licorice. Only it's, not. It's licorice adjacent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Licorice adjacent. Yes. Well, yeah. I like Twizzlers, so maybe I like licorice. Well, nice try some sometime. All right. Well, as you approach the tower, um, it becomes more and more obvious the tower is... I believe the term that was used previously um, is it's in flux. It doesn't actively change while you're looking at it. But when you look away and look back, it is slightly different than it was before. Maybe that portion of the tower that like stuck out to the side and came up and had a, a separate conical roof on top of it, like halfway up, maybe that's in a different spot. Or maybe it's gone entirely. Or maybe there's two of them where there was only one. Or maybe the arrow slits for the windows are in different locations or some of them are lit, some of them aren't. Um, or maybe something's falling off. Or Actually, no, that 
yes, you did just see part of the tower fall off. I have this and terrible feeling. And you heard that... it hit the ground. Oops. Definitely heard it hit the ground. This thing falling apart. Just so ruffled. Burp oh, would like to play peekaboo with the tower. The with the tower? How are you going to do this with the tower? It doesn't, well, Oops. okay, this one moves. Never mind. Right. Well, you're not I at behind... the tower yet. You're seeing this from a distance. Right. Yeah. Burp okay. wants to play peekaboo with it. Behind okay. Ryan's shield. <laughs> okay. Sure. I think no. nobody has to be looking at it. All right. Well, you continue on your way, and you get to what looks to be an outer defensive wall around the tower that at one point was probably high enough that none of you would have been able to look over it. It has fallen down to multiple locations to the point where it'd probably be easier for you to walk through a gap in the wall or step over portions of the wall than would be to try to open the gate. Mm. We are going to the right place, right? It's the only tower out here, as far as looks we like tell. the spot. Well, to be fair, a tower that's falling apart looks a lot more ominous than one that would be, you know, pristine. Yes, that is fair. It is a bit strange, though. As you say this, the gate falls over. I guess we can just walk in, huh? Apparently, the tower would like us to come through the gate. See, that's less ominous and more just bad upkeep. Could be. Okay. Well, you can see the courtyard. You could see it before the gate fell over. It wasn't exactly <laughs> obstructing your, your visual um, range because it, it was like an iron gate with bars. Um, but there does seem to be one person in the courtyard. They are at the base of the tower. They are sort of crouching down and picking up bricks that are uh, piled next to them, pushing them into the base of the tower, and then holding up a small, it looks like a cylinder with a trigger mechanism. And they appear to be soldering bricks into the tower. No one who knows anything about soldering or welding thinks that this is something that is possible or recommended. Now, this individual um, appears to be uh, wearing overalls, they have short blonde hair that is less combed and trimmed neatly and more, I hacked it this short to keep it out of the way and styled in the form of, I might have been too close to the blast radius. They are also wearing goggles and covered in greasy smears of soot. Hold on. That That is a very nice... Jif, you have found, Chris. Thank you for that. I feel like, I, that's I, you were, I I feel like you were channeling this. I feel like you were channeling this when you made this character. Well, this you particular character is wearing gloves, so you can't see for sure that they have all their fingers or not. Right. For the record, so Kevin does not have blonde hair, so this is not Kevin. Who wants to talk to the crazy person at, at the wall? Since Burp has absolutely no knowledge that you are not supposed to solder bricks into a wall, she will pick up some bricks around and bring them over to be soldered. Okay. As you it's approach helping. this person, you hear them say, if you're here to tell me about the gate, I know it fell over. I've added it to my list of things to fix. I can put it back up. Yeah, but you see, you gotta make sure the hinges are put back in place and uh, oh, you're a goblin. Uh-huh. Hmm. And you're not with other goblins. No, I would love a brick. Thank you very much. So, so I'm going to guess, and this person stands up 
and turns to face you. They move their goggles up to their forehead, so you see uh, pale spots around their eyes, which appear to be the only clean parts of their face. And then they wipe the sweat off of their forehead, which in doing so ruins the only clean parts of their face. I'm guessing you're a ragtag band of adventurers. Uh-huh. Why does everyone yeah. keep saying that? Well, that's because we well, are. Yes, it's because you are. I'm going to take a wild guess and say that you are on an epic quest that took some we- really weird turns. And at this point, you're here because of an old giant red dragon in a volcano. Am I right? Uh-uh. No. no. No, 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 not at all. You we have, have, some, we have some twists here? and turns, but this well, is not... Not, not around here, there's but... A red, there's a red dragon in a volcano? What? Yeah, there is actually. And to be honest, most ragtag adventurers that come here have been sent here by the red dragon. It's a long story, but don't worry about it. If you haven't met the red dragon, it probably means that you won't meet the red dragon. Anyway, hi. How are you volcano? doing? They, they extend a hand and say... I'm Cavi. Pleased to meet you. Hello. No, I we am were sent here by a kobold in a library. And my name is Zuda. Ryan. Uh, Thandred. <laughs> this is how her people say her name. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> I you speak the same language, okay. I, I like learning things. I know a lot of languages. Interesting. Did I hear right that the name was Cavi? Cavi. Cavi. Okay. Yes. Why does that sound like the big rodent? Like the what? Hmm? Cavies are big guinea pigs. Oh. Oh, that's probably why it sounds familiar. I was just thinking that, yeah, because I, I, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> huh. Well, I'm pretty sure I've never been a guinea pig. Hmm. Oh, Cavi. So, and I'm pretty sure I've also not been guinea pig adjacent. But there's a first time for everything. Anyway, you've probably had a long trip. You want to come in? That would be nice. Okay. <laughs> right this way, I'm pretty sure nothing's going to fall apart on the inside today. Today. Do. All right. We'll take our chances, I suppose. Who are we here to see again? You're here Ms. to see Yosh. the Baroness yes. of Kavreen. Kavreen? Okay. Cave. Got it. No, cool. Known as Mazir. Um. This is not Mazir. Is the I'm guessing the tower isn't supposed to be doing this. Well, it's an old tower, to be honest. And let's face it, it looks really creepy when it's falling apart. It's an old aesthetic thing. So long as it doesn't fall apart too much. Is it falling apart too much? No, I'm I'm keeping up with it. Can I give you a little hint? Less it looks less creepy and more just dilapidated. Okay. Constructive criticism received. I will work I mean, on I get, that. I get the vibe. I really do, and I appreciate the vibe. I think it's a good idea. Just it's a little more dilapidated than creepy. Oh, certainly, I understand. I will take this information into account, and we'll work on that. I don't know. I mean, think about haunted houses. Do you really want the haunted house that looks like it's been freshly whitewashed and has all of its windows cleaned? You no. see, that's what I've been saying. No, but I also don't want the haunted. I also don't want to go into a haunted house that looks like it's going to collapse on me at any moment. That keeps half oh, of the adventurers of out. Yeah, I think that's a selling point. If they keep getting groups of adventurers showing up, 
Anyway, this place really is haunted, so there's that too. Okay, yes, but I've... does it collapse on people regularly? This is a concern. No, not regularly. Okay. Irregularly? Deliberately on more than one occasion. As a point, oh, just a no. reminder, my, my fists are magical, so I can actually punch ghosts. <laughs> okay. I have got to get some metal tooth caps. Hmm. Magical ones. Magical to bite ghosts. Ones. Okay. Why sure. would you want to bite ghosts? They don't even have a flavor. They're just like, bleh. Are you sure they don't have a flavor? Have you Positive. tried licking them? Because Burp is going to try, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, oh. I want to test something real quick. And I just, when, when, after the, um, what the Jane's character, Morley, says mm -hmm. about the licking, I'm just going to say, oh, for the love of God. But I'm going to say it in Zemnian. I want to see if Kavi understands it. V Gates? Yeah, okay. And I respond in Zemnian. You're the first person that I've seen that knows that language. That's impressive. I learned it from a friend. All right. Keep an eye on this one. <laughs> I like her. Sneaky. <laughs> okay. Well, the main entrance chamber is... Uh... You seem like a nice group. We're going to bypass this for now. We're just going to go a little bit deeper in. Uh, so right through here, and you walk down a very grand entranceway with arches and support pillars. And it looks run down, but not falling apart run down. Like all the support pillars are, in fact, providing support. Okay. Well, except maybe for that one over there. That one has supports holding it up. But the rest of them are all upright and uh, providing support. Um, and you are taken into another room, which is a bit smaller and set up kind of like a dining room, exactly like a dining room. Uh, matter of fact, it has one of those incredibly long tables where if you have people sitting at the end, they have to yell at each other to be heard. And there's a few candelabras on it and a bowl of fruit right in the middle for whatever reason. Fruit? Uh... Burp, I'd advise you not to eat the magic tower fruit. Oh no, it's perfectly safe. Is insight check. I want to insight check the tower. <laughs> you insight check the bowl of fruit. Yeah. Is there an the apple? The bowl of fruit's intentions are pure. There's, uh, oh, 21. I have a plus two. I thought I had a plus one for a moment. Cavi says, I assure you, if I wanted to do something horrible to you, it would not be with a bowl of fruit. Is there an apple? It's a variety pack. So yes, there's an apple in there. Stand in a grab an apple, flip it up and just bite. Yeah, it, well... It tastes fruit. like an apple. It's very fruit. I got drunk in the Feywild once. I want to be sure that the magic food isn't weird. The food isn't magic. It's just food. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I mean, it was created with something like magic, but it stopped being magic once it was created. I got drunk in a dream once, but I woke up before I got digested. Oh, oh no. Good Cabby just know. stares at you. <laughs> Sorry. I have odd dreams. Well, considering. I, I guess I, I'm not really following that train of thought. Well, See, trains are kind of fun. As in um, poured Consumed. into a glass and uh... imbibed. Oh, uh -huh. oh, it was a pun. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. I I don't always get those. The DM has created his anti-character. 
<laughs> Fandrin, you hear I, a rattling sound. I look in the direction of the sound. It's coming from you. Oh. Look in the box. <laughs> Fandrin, are you a skeleton? No. Aren't we all from, skeletons underneath? Is it, is it coming from my backpack? It's coming from wherever you've put the lead-lined box. Son of a... <sighs> do you... Do you have a snooze button to press on that, or... Uh, oh, trust me, I wish I did. I think it's part of why we're here. It's part of why we're here, right? Yes. Oh. My understanding is that it's found its friends. Yeah, I, I pull the box out, and I'm assuming it's just shaking it's, in my hand. Oh, you have one of those. Yes, yes, we do. You know, they won't I, let me lick it. No, you shouldn't. I don't like those. <clears throat> no, neither do we. Um, I have, we need more. Well, there's a strange set of sentences. If, trust me, he's telling the truth. If Mazir's okay with you taking them, I'm happy for you to take them off my hands. We'd have to ask her about that. But I could you put that back, please? It's going to keep rattling. I pop it back in the bag. Yeah. I'm. Maybe you should go. Maybe that shouldn't. That just shouldn't be here. Uh. Mm. We. Maybe we should talk to Mazir. Yeah. We were supposed to come and talk to her. Boss? You there? And now it's totally up to Ellie as to whether or not Mazir is here. (laughs) I. I I have plans for either way, but at this point it's up to Mazir. From high up in the tower. Yeah, yeah, I'll be down in a minute. Okay. I can um explain why we're here, but if she's coming, best wait till she gets here too, so we I, don't repeat ourselves. I can make sure she hears you on the way down. That's fine. Interesting. The acoustics in this place are fantastic. Hmm. Okay. Literally fantastic. So, um, should we explain the th- whole thing with the god? Mm, my th- that might now? The god was mean and sent people to try to hurt an adorable little kobold, and it was, was not right or fair, and we gotta stop it. Okay, that is like one-tenth of that the That is the one part, but that's was okay. The kobold named we're Daldane? not here for all of us. No. no. Because no. I can tell you, if they tried to hurt Daldane, they're probably already dead. Uh, no, it was not that. Uh, no, it was a little old librarian kobold. His name Torrent. Ryan, why don't uh-huh. you explain the god part, and then I'll explain the rock part. Okay. Uh, now, okay. I'm looking at the time, and we're, we're not at a break time, but we're getting close to it. So I'm going to say, we're going to move the clock forward a little bit and say, you have explained this. <laughs> That's fine. Because we, we have RPG explaining this so many times. We need right. to find the um, things that aren't actually quite phylacteries so yeah. we can make sure she's not going to keep okay. running around doing this stuff. So technically we are going to destroy the items that we get because they are bad for the world. So mm, Yeah. Uh, well, when... We got them, we were told they were phylacteries, and we got attacked by a whole bunch of undead. I mean, that wasn't really a problem. I dealt with it. But there was also a lich who said, hey, I'd like those back, but if you're just going to keep them safe, that's okay, too. Hmm. Can't tell you why. Um, I have some theories. What's that? 
What happens if you lick a lich? They Your taste horrible. Oh. Mm-hmm. It depends on what part of the lich you lick and how much they've decayed. Yeah. But there's there's nothing good. Okay, now bite the lich. Please sometimes, do not lick or bite a lich. Sometimes the conversation that we have are just, what is wrong with us? <laughs> no, trust me. The last group that came through here had a tabaxi kid that was seven feet tall with a laser pointer. You are way more average. What's a laser pointer? I don't know. um... We'll we'll tell you when you're older. Imagine, if you will, a wand that when you press a button, it shines a little red dot at a surface further away. Oh, I was not going to guess that at all. Hmm. And if you turn up its power setting, it sets the thing on fire. That's more what I was going to guess. Well, I've only ever seen one of them, and you'd have to fight a seven-foot-tall tabaxi child for it. Why would you tell her that? Because she will try and fight this seven-foot-tall tabaxi child. If she finds one. Well, if if you attempt this, his two dads would probably stop you. It sounds like a weapon that an artificer would make. Um, What if I lick the tabaxi till it gives it up? I mean, it's tabaxi. He might just lick you back. Is cat lick fight? I think. Oh my gosh! I want to enable this. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get Millie to make a guest spot on here? (laughs) I will will try my damnedest to put both of them in a bag of holding. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, it's only got ten minutes worth of air. Exactly. Fandrew waits eleven minutes. (laughs) Oh no! So you can hold their breath longest. Boss, you, you almost here? Oh yeah, sorry. And Mazir is behind the group. Oh, uh, got distracted. Um, now this is thinking a new about the party. problem again. So what does the group? What does the party see when Mazir shows up? Um, that's a really good question. I haven't thought about Mazir's appearance in a while. What is she wearing? Considering this tower, whatever she wants to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. As we frantically try to lo- load up Mazir's character sheet to see what the yeah. icon <laughs> art looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to remember, was she a red tiefling? Or... Pinkish. Pinkish, oh, okay. What color tiefling is, is she... uh, Morley? Morley is red. Mm-hmm. She looks like, yeah, she looks like that, but uh, with a long coat on. Oh, okay. Probably not three tieflings in a trench coat. They're a bit taller than Kobots. Yes. <laughs> oh, a Morley! A tiefling. You know, not a Morley. Right. Tiefling is the type of people. So, you, uh, you have one of these things. Yes, you could probably hear it that... rattling around in his bag over there. I wondered what that was. Mm. Yeah, I don't like it. Sorry. I don't blame you. We don't really like it either. Can we give them the no. rest of them and, let, and send them on their way? Without the whole fight a whole bunch of things first that we usually do? Well... I mean, I know it's fun, but the Red Dragon didn't send them, so... Do you promise, promise, promise to keep the world safe from them? Of course. Define promise. No. Safe. Define safe. I'm not gonna promise that we can 100% save the world because let's be honest, okay. no one can. 
Do you promise, promise, promise to do your best to keep the world safe from them? Yes. That we can do. I think what we're doing should accomplish that. Mostly, yes. I admit I didn't follow all the stuff that, um, that would require an arcana higher than negative one. (laughs) (laughs) Please understand, I'm phrasing this very carefully. No, I figured. We promise we will do our absolute level best to keep the world safe from these and any other random nonsense that shows up while we're doing this. Okay. Also, what's this about a god? Oh. Uh, She's me! Canonically, Cavi made sure Mazir heard the whole story. I know. I just like Mazir just has statements. (laughs) (laughs) He just has comments. So, um... Argonia wanted to use us to resurrect her brother. We didn't do that, and now she's mad at us and framing us for being the ones who tried to resurrect her brother. Which we and didn't apparently, want. this is very upsetting to people. Oh, basically, yes. I'll have to make a report about that. Okay. And sometimes they show up and attack. Sorry, you seem very um, calm about the whole god trying to resurrect a god thing and oh well i mean you didn't succeed right we, we were we, apparently they weren't trying I, I had we weren't to do with even, that. no we did not try we we tried to resurrect a different god and did not quite do that and they're much nicer yeah you all hear oh, okay. the psychic emanation of a sigh come from quincy oh that's, just, that's, that's saying that's an and angel he dog, thinks at you he just thinks at all of you mazir was there when the god you were supposed to resurrect was killed. Did it, did Mazir hear this as well? Yes. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm one of the people who who, who killed Njarl. So, uh, I have a personal stake in, in making sure that he doesn't show up again. Argonia I, that uh, was told a pain. us that we were supposed to be making sure he stayed dead. Well, no, technically, and and instead we got god stuff stuck to us, and it was a whole thing. Right. Having that removed was unpleasant. Oh, yeah. you I, you got you got caught up in god stuff. Okay, yeah, that's... Right. Yes. Um, um, long story short, yes. Thandrin, you Trust find me, I understand. During this conversation, and you've just now become aware of it, you are standing in a different spot than you were before. You are closer to the far side of the room. You don't remember walking over there. You're still part of the conversation. Hmm. The rattling is getting very annoying. Construction and loud music next door levels of annoying. But the rattling is still <laughs> happening, so I know it's still in the back, yes? Yes. I mean, if it, if I really need to, I guess I can get the Godslayers back together. I, I mean, Brin's, Brin's downstairs. I think Talia died? Wait. Talia? Um... Same. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, there are Dra- things that you do not know. Gray skin, pointy ears. Yeah, came from another world. Yeah, so remember how uh, I explained mm. Argonia resurrected us? Mm-hmm. She's around somewhere. And I am saying oh. this solely because it would tick her off to know that people were saying she was around somewhere. You have no idea how techno she would be, and I love you for it. <laughs> My... <laughs> My well, favorite her. conversation in this entire campaign was when I got to have Horbin say, I mean, the only thing worse is if you were killed by a demon you summon yourself. 
And then there was a pause. <laughs> and Harbin just looked at Talia and goes, you didn't. I mean, you just can't keep a good warlock down. That's what I always say. Hmm. Let's see. Um... Thandrin, you're not quite sure the floor is level. I... I... Can I slow? Can I walk back over? Once I've realized that I've moved. Oh, certainly. Moving, walk... And as you walk, oh, you feel um, like you're walking uphill. Kavi, can you bring the uh, the? Uh, I don't remember what we have it stored in—a chest or something. Um, what I are believe the, uh, we, we had them surrounded by a pit of nothingness that would drop all liches that might come back into being right. into. Um, a whole lot of horribleness. Oh, with, right. With the spikes snakes I had fire and fire. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much making it so that any lich that was that had that as a phylactery that got killed and came back would just have an endless cycle of repeated death every seven to ten days or however long it takes for a lich to resurrect. Um, Gosh, I hope yeah. Ren's remembering to feed the, them. The wall behind Cavi. Um, now I'm going to have to find another use for them. Anyway, and uh would you bring the floor up? is sloping um, towards a giant black pit. Uh do we uh, see this or only Thin? You, you all see this now. I'm we all see this now? Is, oh. is that supposed to be happening? Ah, wings um, time. The... <laughs> Ryan grows wings. I'm yeah. trying to um to not have it happen. It's Alright, I understand. Not working very what Thandrin, there is now a hole in your backpack. Uh-oh. Is the rattling stopped? Get out of the box. The rattling stops as Shit, the lead-lined box, the lead-lined box that was in your backpack tears a hole in your backpack. It's as it guy. flies through the air towards Cavi, it falls open, and the iron stone embeds itself in Cavi's gut. Oh, no. oh that doesn't they, look good. The expression on their face is a mix of pain and curiousness, as if they've never felt pain before. Um, boss, this isn't good. I would tend to agree. I've been trying to keep a smile on, but... Yeah, you should go. And Cavi waves a hand at you, and Mazir disappears. Oh. Excuse me, but are you actually like the tower... Yes, and you should run. And four glowing objects fly out of the pit. Very briefly, those of you who are a bit more perceptive make out what appears to be um, a a shirt of chain mail, a necklace with beads on it, a pair of bracers, and the smallest item, which appears to be a small ring. They all fly out of this black pit behind Cavi. And into their back, and oh. they double over and start to glow. And as the form of this being that was the conscious manifestation of the tower itself, which isn't too much of a spoiler because some of you were talking about it in chat because I've done this before with a different. Um, actually, I manifested the Kevin last time, but never mind about that. As the form breaks apart, something larger and more ominous looking emerges and we've been playing for just over an hour what do you say we take a short break yes okay
We're live. Oh, hi. We're back. <laughs> and Do you... not lick the lich things. Well, you can't see the lich things. What you see instead is a being that appears to be mostly made of metal, or it's wearing armor. Um, it is quite tall, one would argue, by D&D statistics. It is a large being, so taller than all of you. Uh, it has a an eye centered in the top of its torso. It doesn't have a head, per se. That the eye is perhaps a bit too organic looking for comfort. Considering the rest of it appears to be made of mostly iron with lots and lots of rivets and spikes and what appear to be ornamental rings. In the center of its torso is what appears to be a golden disc with runes carved into it. The eye is moving frantically around, taking in the entire area around it and all of you. And you hear a voice come from inside of it that is somewhat muffled. Imagine, if you will, Bane from the Batman movies. Specifically where he's just talking through a mask as opposed to, you know, all the other chemical stuff that they have some versions of Bane use. Scanning. Scanning. Really? World populated. What? I mean, I hope nope. so. <gasps> I mean, we are still Likelihood here in the world. Likelihood of Tarask's reveal, 78.3%. Oh, no. Please do Scanning. not reveal a whatever that is. Operational capacity. Wait. No, I remember. 45%. It. Scanning. Yeah, it ain't here. Unknown device. Integrated. Integrating. That's not good. <laughs> Operational capacity. Oh. 50%. It's growing stronger. Threats detected. That would be us. That's probably yeah. us. And we with can't that, be friends. We're going to go with Mr. Initiative 23. Is there anything that you would care to do to join this conversation? How big is this thing? It's it's large. I'd say it's a good 15 feet tall. Okay. Before the the room you were in distorted, it wouldn't have been able to stand in here. The ceiling was too low. But it can stand in here now. I'll, I, are we punching or are we running? Um, I don't can we know. get Kathy out of it? I don't know that either. Let's find out. Ruit, and I run at it and do two, uh, do Superman punch, and then I punch to the stomach on its or try. Its stomach is within reach of you. The rest of it's a bit tall. Okay. You'd have to do cool monk stuff, and we all know that you don't like to do cool monk stuff. <laughs> a fifteen misses. Okay. Or rather, you hit it, it's like hitting an iron wall. Not 20. A 28 is like hitting an iron wall with a sledgehammer. Oh. <laughs> that hits. Uh, it's 11 points of damage. I will pop a key point and do flurry of blows. Okay, it takes t five points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, magical fist. Uh, yeah, also, right. didn't you nap 20? That, so there's a crit. That was a crit. That, that was 11 points. Ooh. 11 points was the crit. Uh, the 11 will miss, and um, 17? We'll miss. Okay. I'm checking things. Okay. No, I did not include that with this character. Okay. Yeah, remember, right. my, fists, my fists are magical. If I punch anything, it causes magic damage. The monk has to remind us of this a lot, because I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> not, not because he feels the need to remind us all, but because he needs to remind me, specifically. <laughs> <sighs> okay, Bert. Absent-mindedness. Is yep. 
you're up. Burp would like to be up. Can Burp climb that? You can make the attempt. You can certainly try, as Matt Mercer is Acrobatics so Acrobatics or athletics? Hmm? Yes. Acro- Which one? You Acrobatics pick. or athletics? I will let you decide. Are you going to do this athletics. as a pull-up or are you going to do this as a, a dodge and weave? Would like to basically grab onto the nearest part and just sort of climb like tree. Hopefully up its okay. back, but you know, that whatever. That would be the leg. Yep. The arms are raised as if as soon as it's got its turn, it's going to try to do smashing attacks. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. Just want to try and climb up so that closer to the eye thing. Okay, I'm going to try the athletics. I'm going to fail miserably, apparently. Uh, you, you scramble a bit against the leg, but the, the rivets don't give you enough of a grip. They're a bit too large for your tiny goblin fingers. We hates it, my precious. Um, okay, <laughs> can I haul out my rapier and attempt to make one of those knees go away so that it will be down on my level? I will allow the attempt. Okay. Is there anything else and... you would like to do, like with a bonus action or something, before you attempt to attack with your rapier? Um, well, let's see. Yeah, I think I'd like to do the rage thing. Okay. I think I've had a long rest, so yeah. Okay, yes, we would like to rage. Yes, definitely raging, and okay. And I get two attacks per actual action. So I clicky the rapier this time, which is a... A 23 will hit. Okay, so I clicky the damage. Well, I'm sure it is, but that's why I'm hitting it with the rapier. Yes. So I clicky the... You clicky the damage. The damage. Okay. And then I you clicky... You do two points of rapier damage. But but for my first um, attack, I, while I'm raging, the first creature I hit on each of my turns also takes radiant damage. I will clicky okay. that damage. Roll your radiant damage. Okay, there's that one. That's a three. Okay. And Fury of the Small, once per short rest, here's my nine damage. Okay, well, it takes seven radiant damage because that was a three plus four. Oh, three plus four. Yeah, okay. So, yes. And the nine for the short rep, for, for my Fury of the Small, and I think that's everything. Do, does Fury of the Small list what kind of damage it is? Nine extra damage. It's extra damage, crazy. <laughs> it's extra damage. <laughs> Let me see. All right. Well, I am going to be a kind and gracious DM and add that to the radiant damage so it can take all nine. Extra okay. damage. It's very yes, it's... dramatic. Okay. It deals extra damage. Equals Ryan my level. Ryan has inspiration. <laughs> Ryan had inspiration. Then Ryan gets nothing. Aww. That's fair. Okay. It and I is... get another attack. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh yeah, you do get another attack. That's right. Mm-hmm. You just said you got two attacks, and the DM forgot again. The DM needs to be reminded about a lot of things. Thank you. That's for, okay. Thank you for keeping the DM honest. Roll your second attack. I don't think that one's going to actually no, hit. That the, one will The 13 hit. makes a wonderful resonant clang noise, and that's it, unfortunately. Oh, well. I mean, this thing is a 15-foot-tall cast-iron goliath. It's very easy to hit. It's just not easy to hit it hard enough to do damage. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said... Clang, clang, clang. It is now Chadwick's turn. Chadwick grumbles a bit about being stuck on a caravan. That is so boring. (laughs) No, Chadwick, you like it boring, trust me. Wishing that there was something exciting happening somewhere that he could be a part of. No. 
about this. Smash cut to Ryan being part of something exciting. <laughs> I believe you've already popped the wings. Yep. Hmm. I am going to try to inflict wounds. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off. Nah. Yeah. I don't think uh, 13. Yeah, no. 13 is not going to do it, unfortunately. Well, I am going to try again. And I am with Quicken Spell. <gasps> Come on. Aha, a dirty 20. A 20 does not hit. And that 20 would. A dirty 20 will not. Uh, well, that's a thing then. It also has an AC of yes. Hmm. Okay. Table talking. I'm imagining a slap fight between Ryan and this being where they just keep <laughs> trying to hit each other and cannot. <laughs> Eventually gets a lucky strike. Ryan casts shield and nothing happens for the attack and just keeps on going. Anyway. Ryan keeps trying to inflict wounds and eventually kicks it and succeeds in making their toes hurt. Okay. They have some regrets. It is this being's turn. Scanning. Further integration of device located. Operational capacity, 51%. And it heals itself for 10 points. Oof. It is going to attack. And apparently, when I created this, I did something wrong. So I can't just click a button to have it roll for me. I gotta take out a die and actually roll the die. Like, oh, no. Like a commoner. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe it'll be a die that hates you. Okay, well, it's first swing. It's going after Thandrin. Um, that is going to be a 12. I'm going to take a wild guess and say a 12 misses Thandrin. Chris, you're muted. Failed there for a second. Am I punching things again? Uh, no, you are being punched. Oh, does great. It, does a 12 hit? No, God, no. Okay. Um, it's going to attempt to take a swing at Ryan because that worked so well. Maybe Ryan is a squishier one. Well, that's a better <laughs> roll, but I can tell you that there are very few bonuses that would make that roll be able to hit Ryan. And I don't even remember Ryan's AC. Currently, <laughs> currently their AC is 20. Okay. Integrating. Commence Blazing Edict. Uh-oh. All right. That doesn't sound good. Arcane energy emanates from its chest. Fo uh, coming from good. that disc in the middle. Um, everyone within a 60-foot cube in front of it is going to need to make a save. What kind of save? What kind of save, um, yeah. DC 15. What's that, though? I don't know how to roll this. Wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom? Wisdom. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm sorry, I didn't say the whole thing. Nope. Yeah, let me go find that <clears throat> one. Wisdom, okay. Quick oh, question. No. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, no. We rolled the I... same, Jen. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> that episode so here's has a the lot. Thing. You're not I'm rolling used... for half damage. Okay. I'm using my inspiration on that. Everyone's taking full damage from this. Everyone takes 22 radiant damage no matter what you roll. Oh, I take less. You're rolling to see if you're stunned until this thing's next turn. Also, oh, okay. the DC was 15. The DC was 15 wisdom. What's 15 the name of the ability? exactly after using Blazing my inspiration. Edith. And also... I believe I have resistance to radiant damage. 
Yep, any resistances come into play, that's fine. But if you take any damage at all from this, you need to make the wisdom save. If you somehow manage to avoid the damage, great. Uh, actually, mm -hmm. um, Morley's a redskin tiefling, is yes. that right? Yes. See, Morley's a redskin tiefling, so they're, they're actually immune to fire damage or resistant to fire damage. Is it fire this damage? Is and, it's radiant damage. And hush. <laughs> Morley is a red-skinned tiefling. They are re resistant to fire damage, and a blazing edict will not affect them as strongly as it will other characters. And so I am using Chroma's out-of-date science journal to turn that into a successful save. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, one of my custom magical items is being oh. used. <laughs> That is I am amazing. Thrilled. That's wonderful. And I do have a question, which I wrote down in, in the chat. So are you are you arguing that this means that Morley takes half damage? No, I'm arguing that this means that Morley isn't stunned. Ooh. Okay, so Morley, you're still going to take the 22 radiant damage, okay. but you're not stunned. All right. And see the question. Morley, As isn't a there a thing you can do now? The, the yes, answer there is. Birth is yes. <laughs> because it's a cube in front of it and you were trying to climb the front of its leg. What? Okay, Wait. she's going to try to climb up the back, but if she fell off in front. Okay, let me Morley. make Morley. my... Morley gets to do a thing. Morley gets to do a thing. Right. Yeah, but I need to make are you going to do harsh uh, rebuke? Uh, yeah, there's are. a child hanging on to this thing, though, isn't Isn't there? It's, it's not no, an AOE. No, I fell off. It's single not target. An AOE. I'm going to use hellish rebuke because this thing has finally <laughs> hit me, so I'm going to do this now. Boom. Uh, attack, save, dex 15. Although this does set him on fire, so... Well, he's not immune to fire. Well, well it. it doesn't. Yes, but I don't fire. want the child to um, be on I fire. Rolled a, I rolled a 7. Oh, okay, this thing is now on fire. Love I have a ton of, of hit points, don't worry about it. I have <laughs> not had a roll above 10, not including bonuses. Okay, so... Um, it must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. So I roll 2d10? You do. I do. Okay. I'm going to do that. Uh, oh, there it is. There How's should just be a 2d10 button. Yeah, well, it says 3d10. Oh, uh, well then click the... Oh, because you're because you're higher level. Yeah. Okay. I'm clicking the button. And we have a total of six. Roll all the d10s. Okay. Six points <laughs> of fire damage. Okay. Two plus two plus two. Yeah. I'd like to point out that as a monk, the whole stun for till the end of its next turn is is painful. Oh, <laughs> it's payback, is what it is. It's yeah. true. Very true. Oh. All right. As a reaction, it uses hellish rebuke on you. No. Oh doesn't. damn. <laughs> it does not. That is not one of its abilities. That'd be cool though. That'd Yet. be cool though. It is. I have established that it is getting stronger as the fight continues. Uh, now I did a thing. I actually skipped Quincy's turn. Oh. So. Yeah, Quincy was supposed to go before Ryan. So go, I'm Quincy. To, go, Quincy. Go. I'm going to very quickly roll for a bite attack. This happened before Ryan's turn. That is a miss, but I'm going to say Quincy was using flyby, so that means Quincy was behind this thing, which means it was not hit by 22 points of unavoidable radiant damage, which means I did not just kill my angel dog. That would be annoying, yes. Good. Also, also, he has more than 22 hit points, so it wouldn't have killed him outright anyway. 
I was literally and... about to say, why are we running around with a puppy that could be one shot? And he's resistant to radiant damage, so he wouldn't have taken I mean, all 22. We do that on Mondays, or Tuesdays Not now. Idea. Because he's a very good boy who can heal you by licking your face. I also stand by he, that He's we like an put... ambient healing potion that regenerates. I also stand by that we should put JR in the bag of holding for his, uh, for their own good to oh. make sure that we don't lose them. I don't think he wants to do that. I don't want to lose JR. JR would not like to go in the bag of shame. It's not the bag of shame, it's the bag of survival. JR would argue that there isn't much of a difference. It is now Alan's Aww. turn. Alan is also thinking that this is kind of boring. It would be great to be in an exciting situation for a change. No. It is now Morley's Alan, turn. Alan, make your wisdom. Morley, mm -hmm. I do believe that somebody quoted an article in an out-of-date science journal that insisted you are not currently stunned, just very badly burned. Okay, so what can I do now? Uh, can I aim Eldritch Blasts in a way that not that won't hurt? Burp Eldritch Blasts is a single target, it's a single target so yes. attack. Yeah, yes. single. Okay, so I'm going <laughs> to do those. Um, all right, so I'm I here think for I the day that Morley learns Fireball. <laughs> okay um i'm hitting the button i got a three plus seven for a ten a ten will miss okay let me try again i got the same thing <laughs> okay if you add them together you miss yeah i know oh well morley's a bit flustered i guess <laughs> okay all right and now it is the next person's turn you might say, looking at the, the rolls that were made, that it, it would be Zuda's turn, because Zuda rolled a three, which is good, because the healer should go last, provided the healer's not stunned. Oh, no. Uh-oh. But so someone the, goes... The healer got a 24 on the save. Okay, so the healer is not stunned. We're good. But somebody else goes... The healer is very proficient in wisdom saves. <laughs> someone else goes before Zuda. A drow with a trident. Oh. Comes anybody. out of the shadows lands on this thing's back and attempts to stab it in the back with a trident. Burp still wants that thing. Gonna lick that thing. You're not getting it. You can lick it if you Good. want. If you want, it has a flavor. You won't like the flavor. Details, details. That is a 14. It's stabbed in the back with a trident, but not actually stabbed in the back with a trident. But Clang. We get two more attacks. That's a nat 20. Let's roll that beautiful damage. Um, okay, that's going to be, um, well, it's a magical weapon, so that is five points of piercing, because that was really low. Actually, no, that's not. How do I do this? D&D &D Beyond, you have betrayed me. I, I don't know. How that's do you want points. to do this? No, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet. That's that's ten points of piercing damage. But uh, some of you might recall this trident doesn't just do piercing damage. Oh, it does not. It takes hit points off, like, semi-permanently or something. And necrotic damage. It does necrotic damage and takes away max hit points. 38 points of necrotic damage from a stab to the back. If only this character was, in fact, a rogue so I could do sneak attack yeah. damage, too. Alas, <laughs> he is not. Alas. Welcome to Critical Recovery, where the DM is the MVP. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no. That's bad. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. And he gets one more attack. 
That's a 28. You okay, Chris? Chris, you all right? Hmm? You sound like you're hyperventilating. No, that's that's the fan. Oh, oh okay. okay, good. It was sounding like sort of micro Darth Vader. No, yeah, that's a little the bit, fan. Yes. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> we just were worried <laughs> about you. Nothing to be sorry about. We were worried about you. It, it sounded like you, you were... It sounded like it was me after I went up a particularly tall flight of stairs. Oh, that, that would be me anyway. I'm a fat man. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, honey, okay. don't worry. I'm proud to be fat. I am what I am. Okay. I love me. <laughs> okay. Um, so now that this drow has managed to stab this thing in the back twice, you hear a voice come out of the inside of it saying, additional relic acquired. Integrating. Uh-oh. Integrating. In- oh, in- crap. No. In- no, 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 in- no. In- in- Hmm. Zuda. Oh, Zuda has reevaluated what she was about to do. Is it because a possible ally is now on the back of this thing and you were going to use an AoE? No. Darn. Well, yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's an out-of-context quote right there. No. <laughs> well, yes, actually. But But not in the way you're thinking. She's changing the level at which she casts a spell. Zuda takes out her holy symbol, and Burp, Thandrin, Rhine, Morley, uh, the dog whose name I have completely Quincy. forgot, Quincy. Quincy, and the Drow can add one d four anytime they make an attack roll or a saving. Oh, okay. Good because this thing has an AC of yes. <laughs> and Morley gets eight hit points back. Oh, thank you. Do I just add them in, or are they temporary? Oh, no, you add them in. It's okay. healing word. Okay. Bonus action. Got it. Anything else? That's my action, my bonus action, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. You don't go over to hang out next to this thing and then walk away to evoke an uh, attack of opportunity. No. In an attempt to tire it out. Because I'm ma- sticking to it. Because, because, oh, there's that. Uh, Thandrin, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Wait. Thandrin Wait. failed his save. Thandrinfield is safe. I ain't doing nothing. Okay. Also, why are we up at Thandrin again? I thought he went first. Yeah. Zuda went Zuda last. Was last. You skipped oh. me then. Oh. No. No, because no, remember I had... said you popped your w- wings and y- you did multiple inflict wounds? We just finished Whoa. our first round. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I thought we just but... finished the second one. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> All good. Okay. It's a long that, round. That is it why got I'm a little using... confusing. Yeah. I did skip someone's turn. It was the dog's turn. In that case, dog. I have to AFK for a couple of seconds. Be okay. Back. Burp, are you stunned? Well, what was the the role required to unstun or to not be stunned? Because I don't think a fourteen did it. No, fourteen didn't. A uh, fifteen would have. Yeah, but I've got but a minus one not. on wisdom. Yeah. Okay. Burp is not wise. Well, the the blazing edict effect requires a recharge, so I'm fairly certain it's not going to be able to do that every turn, unless I roll really well. Um, Burp is going to have to run between its legs when she stops being stunned to be on the other side of that thing. That's another ability you learn from watching Quincy, because Quincy's a dog and therefore skilled at leg attacks. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, Quincy attempts a flyby. Quincy adds 1d4 to their attack roll. Just to remind. Um, a 1d4 will not help. <laughs> okay. That was a 13 with all bonuses. Uh, it's Derek's turn. Derek is thinking about how, you know, that tower looked really cool. Maybe they should go back and check that out later. That'd be fun. 
It's Chadwick's turn. Jack was thinking of buying some time for Ryan to return from being AFK. <laughs> because Chadwick knows that Ryan goes right after Chadwick in the initiative order. <laughs> Technically, oh, no. they go at the same time. They both have a 16 for their initiative rolls. Um, mm. But after you look at the initiative, it sorts it alphabetically. So Chadwick goes before Ryan, unless you're using a different alphabet. I mean, what alphabet do we use on Circulus? Common, which for some reason is exactly the same as English. Hmm. Weird, that. I mean, does this yeah, mean no. that, that... And is it humans that speak common? Well, everyone does. It's the lingua franca. This implies that, that all the other languages are either derived from English or that, in, that, uh, that common is actually like a whole hodgepodge of all these other languages. Well, that's English. Never mind. Well, yeah, that kind of is. A very long time ago, there was an empire that grew to cover the entire continent, and they decided that a single language was going to be the language because it made it easier. Mm-hmm. It's a thousand years later, and because the DM decided he wanted things to be somewhat simplistic, he decided to not go the route of the fall of the Roman Empire and have it split into all independent languages. So instead of the Tower of Babel, we had the Basement of Babel. Actually, we had a lot of libraries and magic. Well, and a wizard that, that works it. too. We blame the wizards. They were responsible for a lot, actually, yes. Mm-hmm. There were a few bards involved, too. Especially recently. Recently, but I'm talking about over the past thousand years. Right. I think we have about two minutes left on Orion if we can keep stalling that long. I mean, I can roll ahead for what's going to happen next. I'm very concerned oh, about rolling yeah. ahead. No, 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 that's ominously said that. Mm. Well, let, let, let's not roll ahead. Your opponent goes right after Ryan. This is a concern. And I've got a recharge to roll. A... I've got multiple attacks to roll. Aaron, actually, like, roll the reach. Aaron, I love hmm? you, but sometimes you say things and it just terrifies me. I wonder what the. Working as intended. The, uh, the ex- I wonder. I wonder what the the uh, the value quote curve unquote would be on a die that had sides zero one one five. Zero one one five. I'm not getting the, the back of the head. Back of the head. Side of the head. Side of the head. Front of the head. Zero holes. Ear. Ear. I I nose nose mouth. You're rolling ahead. Please. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I got it now. Can you, can you, can you take away her inspiration for that? <laughs> that was funny. No, it wasn't. Don't encourage her. Someone find. Don't encourage her. I I oh. know it's in GIF format because everything from Critical Role has been turned into a GIF. But there is a I moment it, in I the campaign it, where Matt Mercer says, you know, in D&D 5th edition, there's no such thing as uh, negative inspiration. But I'm willing to work something out or, or something to that effect. <laughs> mm-hmm. and my, Beth, my recollection is that the stun ends at the end of your turn. Uh, no, the stun it, ends at the end of the Marut's turn. Right. Oh, oh wait, I named it. Mm. Dang. Mr. Marut. It's not technically a mister. Mr. Marut. It is, it is not mm. male. It's not female. Its gender is inevitable. Its gender is Marut. 
Actually, inevitable is better. Sorry. If, Here it is. if you look at the stats for an uncustomized Marut, it is actually considered an inevitable. So, so, so Ellie, that is how I felt when you said what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not read that GIF out loud. No, that's, no, why, exactly. that's why I just pointed out. No. I, I appreciate your restraint and lack thereof. EO, yeah. Ryan, specifically. Yeah? It is your it's turn. It's your turn. Um... We went way out of our way, not to skip you. Let's see. Uh, what is the current status of... Pain. Not helpful for positioning. Oh, positioning. There is a small goblin child in front of you. There is a doggo that is parallel to you because Quincy did a flyby again. I assume a five-foot line is going to hit someone who's not the thing. Uh, the thing is large enough that you could have a five-foot line hit it without hitting the goblin child or the monk, both of whom are stunned in front of you. Excellent. I cast Lightning Bolt. Make a death save, you big <laughs> thing. You hit the drow. <laughs> you hit the drow. Oh, oh, yeah, there's a drow on its back. I forgot about that. Get, what kind of damage does, does Lightning do? I think it's lightning damage. Lightning damage, I would assume. Maybe, yeah. Electrical lightning. No thunder. Yeah. Oh no, it's lightning damage, not thunder damage. No. Okay. Uh, that's a dirty twenty. So it'll take it's half damage. I also forgot it should be rolling saves at advantage, but I hadn't been doing that. Um, Twenty-seven divided by two is thirteen. It's actually 26 because yeah. you got to, if it's odd, you just take one off. All right, so 13 points 13 of lightning damage. 13 plus 9, plus 9 radiant. So that's a total of 22 damage. It is bloodied. Excellent. Or actually um, more bloodied. When it came out of whatever it was in, it was at 45% capacity. So it, it, it is now double bloodied. Anything um, else? I want to quick and spell and do that again. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> The, dr the drow, whose name is Vasa, by the way, would very much like to be clear. If you would allow him to get clear, that, that would be... It's large enough you're not hitting him. Zuda casts invisibility. Now he's clear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's inspiration if you hadn't already spent it. Um, okay, that was pretty way, good. Oh, wait, I gotta roll again. It's It's got advantage. Uh, let's see. The second attempt is a 14. Oh, hey! DC was 15. So close, and yet so very far. Zot! 32 lightning, belatedly because one of the D6s had landed on top of a couple other D6s and was having trouble. <laughs> it got there eventually. We were all mm -hmm. rooting for it. Yep. This is the problem with physics-based dice. I'm here for it. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Nope. Okay. It is your opponent's turn. I already rolled to see if it's Blazing Edict recharged. It did not. So now it's just going to try a couple slam attacks. It is going to attempt one on the drow. Because let's face it, if someone's on your back stabbing you with a trident, you might attempt to hit them. Mm. And it does, in fact. That is 30 points of damage. Ow. Oh, wait. Do we like the drow or not? Mm. He currently is fighting the thing that you're fighting. So maybe. Um, so he <laughs> is... Also pushed five feet away. Oh, I forgot that part. Bonk. Remember that giant Dodge. pit I said was directly behind? Oh 
Did did the drow just get knocked into the pit? Or is the pit gonna, behind I'm us? I'm going to roll a dexterity save oh, to no. see if he can catch himself on the edge. Don't forget, he's got a 1d4 that, bonus. Okay, well, I'm going to say a 15 does it even without the 1d4. Okay. So he, he, he's at, like, scrambling with his fingernails on the edge in comedic fashion. Uh, all he's missing is the injury in the good guy area, designated good guy area with, like, a single arrow that's still sticking out. But instead, no, he was just punched with a massive fist. I fell into pit. <clears throat> fell into pit. We all right, fell into pit. <laughs> and I thought it was I fell into pit. The next strike is going to go for uh, Thandrin. That is going to be... I have to do math. That is a 26 to hit Thandrin. Barely, barely. Just hits. Okay. You take 30 points of force damage and you're pushed back five feet. Okay. Ow. And that is the end of this thing's turn. Everyone who was stunned is no longer stunned. He had advantage on me if I was stunned. Well, then he would have hit even harder. But, yeah. I'm just keeping you honest. He would have, he would have had it's advantage. Fine. It's fine. Um, next up is Alan's turn. Alan's thinking, you know, I wonder if they're okay. I'm sure they're fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would happen? The tower would come to life and attack them? That's silly. <laughs> Morley's turn. Okay. Um, let's see. Hmm... So, is the thing still on fire? If it is, it's only aesthetically on fire. Oh, I know what you're thinking of doing. No, it's not yeah. actually on fire anymore. Okay, just checking. Um. <laughs> There's a few tiny little arcs of, of electricity going around it still, okay, but that's the only aesthetic currently. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to try Eldritch Blast again. I got to be careful with what aesthetic choices I make because people use... <laughs> Game mechanics creatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is not a complaint. Usually me. You know? <laughs> okay. Oh no, so your players are um, creative. Yeah, I, I got know, an 18, right? I got an eighteen plus seven for a twenty-five to hit. Does that work? Uh, that will hit. All right. Now let's see how much damage it he is. Gets. Immune to tiefling. <laughs> well, good. I'm not throwing myself at him then. Um, no, <laughs> that would be standard. damage. Oh right, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, so it, it takes that's six. And then I can do it twice. So I'm gonna do it again. This one is a twenty. Thirteen plus seven. Okay, that uh, one don't forget the unless plus, you add one d four that still might hit. Oh yeah. Okay, one d four. There's a d four. Roll three. That will take it over. Okay, now I get to hit him again with uh, damage, which is a four. Okay. <laughs> And that's all I got. All right. Next up is Vasa, the drow. Who's not up. Who's actually kind of down. Well, yes. He get, he did get knocked down, but he might get up again. Um, he lifts a hand and says, Go away! And he casts Banishment. Oh. Let's see. What is the spell save for that with this character? Ah, okay. DC 18. That's an 8. It doesn't go away. Ooh. Oh, no, that's concerning. It's not banishable. Hmm. There is a game mechanic explanation as to why. Yeah. I mean, also, it's got all those things in it. 
I always assume there's a game mechanic to, to explain why, but it's still well, concerning. Yes, but but there's also there's always the DM, and I'm not saying that I've been that DM, but on occasion I may <laughs> have been. That makes rules up as they're playing. In this mm-hmm. case, it is a pre-written rule designed by Wizards of the Coast, explaining why so it did not go away. We blame the wizard. <laughs> yes, that one on the coast. Does this thing look rough at all? It was bloodied when it appeared. Oh. And, and then it was on fire, and then it had And lightning. you've done a lot of damage to it. So yes, it previously did heal itself, but it has not healed itself since it was stabbed twice in the back by a trident that takes away hit point maximums. Yeah. Uh, speak, speaking of that, it's still that drow's turn. They try to use their movement to climb up out of the pit. That required a dexterity roll. I rolled a no. So they are still hanging on the edge. They're living oh, on Jesus. the edge, but they have stopped themselves from falling. Zuda. Uh, Zuda's eyes roll over black, and she says, my friends do not fall. And everybody gets 14 hit points back. Wow. All right. You heal your opponent for 14 hit points. Except the, <laughs> the robot. <laughs> Morley is back to full hit points. Falling is inevitable. The um, mechanics have already been initiated. Can I just do as a free action, just speak and just show, I'll get the draw? Speaking is a free action, sure, and you are not I'll stunned, just, so you I'll might actually sh- be able to do that. I'll just show that as, I'll get the draw. Okay. Actually, Zuda, is that your turn? It is my turn, and it's Thandrin's turn next, so... Yes, so Thandrin can do more than just shout that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, bonus action... Step of the wind so this thing doesn't swing at me if I get out of its range. Oh, I'll run over to the drow, slide over, and just kind of hold out my hand for him to grab to pull him up. All right. Um, considering how long this game is going, I'm not going to make any rolls for that. You assist him in not falling to his death in the pit that was designed to kill liches. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I'll just look. I'll just, as I pull him up, I'll just look at him. This doesn't mean we're even. I get back up and just ready to fight. You speak the truth. All right. Is that your turn? Yes. Okay. Burp. Well, Burp has a knee here. And apparently climbing this thing is just not doing too well. So Burp would like to continue the whackity on the knee. But Burp would like to get around behind it, if possible, and then whackity the knee. Is this a doable thing? That is a doable thing. You look for the soft spot behind the knee. There is no part of this that's a soft spot, but you hit it where the soft spot should be. Right. Okay. So Now roll to see if that does anything. Yep. Okay. 19 plus 7? A 26 hits it in the spot that makes everyone wince. Yay! Roll your damage. And this is... Okay. The bottom of the foot with a Lego. Oh. No. (laughs) Right behind the knee. Oh, and mm-hmm. I think so that's five that this... points of rapier damage. Uh huh. Plus each turn, yes, plus each turn. Radiant. Okay. Plus the radiant. Six. So radiant. there's another six, and then I get another attack because I get two attacks per action. Mm-hmm. So. And don't ticky. forget the plus one d four. Uh, I plus don't 1D4 think four is help. not gonna save a ten, unfortunately. Uh, all right, fair. Yep. That, that's. Not going to work. Okay, so okay. I got one hit. 
Yes. Clang. As, as you hit it, parts of the metal buckle and it falls down onto one knee. The, the other leg is still holding it up. Blessed but did you its hit job something once. structural. And hmm? I said, I Blessed did its job once. And that's better than most times I cast it. So. <laughs> you provide the opportunity. Yes. Whether or not people make use of it is their problem. Lance of course, is one of those. Sorry, go on. You go. I was going to say, Bless is one of those MVP abilities where it can either be absolutely game-changing just because of that 1d4 or absolutely useless. Mm -hmm. and, and I was going to say whether or not people use it is their problem, but then I realized you're the healer, so if they don't make use of it, it ends up being your problem. It ends up anyway. being my problem anyway. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's like being a server admin. It doesn't matter what you do. It's going to be your job to clean it up. Exactly. So I might as well. Position in my building? What are you talking about? <laughs> I talked over you again. What was that? I, I was saying something that didn't need to be said. Okay. Anyway, I think I've done all that I can do this time around. Okay. And I've rolled ahead for the puppy, and he makes use of bless. It does nothing to help. But just so you know, he did roll that d4. Aww. Picked it up in his mouth and everything. It's now covered in slobber. Yeah, yeah. Be proud. Uh-huh. Rhine. It's the Rhine Show, starring me. I'm Rhine. It's the Rhine Show. And we've got lots of good guests. Ba -da -ba -da -ba 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 -ba. Ah, I was muted. Um, how how are things going? Has has the drow been rescued? The drow has, yes. been, the drow has been rescued. Your opponent the... has taken a knee. Uh-huh. Actually, the Burp took the knee. Burp took the knee. Uh and it's down on one knee. I'm I'm not sure if you got that everybody got um, hit points back. A bunch of hit points back. Yes, okay. I'm at full again. Okay. Okay, great. Lightning bolt seems to be working well. I mean, it worked the last two times. I would like to try to lightning bolt again. Okay, and that means I got to make another deck save. Uh mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm rolling twice because advantage. It's down on one knee. Maybe it would have less of an advantage now that it's uh, less dexterous. Uh, well, you know, that's an <laughs> Uh, darn. So it's taking half damage. So it's taking half damage. And it also takes... nine radiant. So it's going to take um, 12 lightning plus nine radiant. And I'm going to summon my spiritual weapon with my bonus action and have it attack. And that's a 23 to hit. A 23 will hit. It has and an the, AC of yes. You cast yes and. And the spiritual <laughs> weapon does nine force. No, I got to look over its resistances again. Okay. It takes all nine. If only you had said you were doing poison damage or something. <laughs> that's not giving Have away too much. It's a constant. Poison <laughs> damage. I'm so disappointed that Zuda hasn't taken acid damage so far. You're resistant to acid? I'm resistant I'm resistant to acid because I'm a water genasi. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, I'm gonna have this thing explode in, in a big pile of acid at the end of this. Ew. Yeah, well. Just because you said that. And everyone's gonna take full damage but you. And you'll have to heal them. <clears throat> okay. What a I terrible fate for a cleric. I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's just that's, awful. Is that all of Ryan's stuff? All right, it is now your opponent's turn. And it is going to see if its blazing edict recharges. It does. 
Oops. Now, if I remember correctly, Burp, Thandrin, and the Drow, and Quincy, because Quincy's been going back and forth, so Quincy's yeah. now behind it again, are not in front of it. So no. they don't take Correct. any radiant damage. So it's me. Hey, 15 exactly. All right, you are not stunned. What am I I'm going to spend my inspiration on that. I think it's wisdom, right? I'm yes, really glad I spent my inspiration oh. on that. It was wisdom? Is that right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah, a 24, 20 plus four, so I'm good. Yes. Um, Is now, it Ryan resistant to radiant? Yes. Okay. Um, but Ryan still needs to roll to see if stunned. No, I got uh, said. No, I, I just Ryan said, got a 15. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, whether or not you had rolled, I, I just pointed out being resistant oh. means you still have to make the roll. Ryan did yeah. make yeah. the roll. Yeah. It's fine. But it doesn't matter that, that Ryan and Morley both have <laughs> 1d4 saves. Now, regardless, everyone who had to make the save, whether or not you made the save, still takes 22 points of radiant damage. Okay. All right, I am now down 11. Yeah. You have looked directly into the super bright LED flashlight of Doom. I'm not that impressed. Ryan I'm only 11 more. points of impressed as opposed to 22 <laughs> points of impressed. <laughs> it attempts to smash Ryan. Um, does a, and I know what your answer is going to be, but I'm going to ask this anyway. Um, actually, no, I don't know because, oh, this is not. It's a 28. Does a 28 hit? Yes. Okay. Just high enough that shield wouldn't help. Does Ryan have... <laughs> That is 30 points of force damage, and you're knocked back Ouch. five feet. All right. And it sort of swivels in its spot to try to take a swing at a little goblin child. I'm bloody barely. Uh, that is going to be a 17. My AC is 18. It misses you. Yeah. And that's <laughs> all it can do this turn. <laughs> Morley. Okay. Uh, so people just moved. Is anyone really close to this thing we're fighting? Um, burp's fairly close, but burp's behind it. Behind it. Okay. Anyone... It has plenty of hit points. Okay. Um, what are you asking about? <laughs> I want to use burning hands to set it on fire. Set on you fire! Can, set on fire! You can very easily angle burning hands so that it's not going to hit anyone, let alone the tiny goblin. Okay. Next yeah, to the so, large construct. Let's see. Um, so it's instantaneous. It's uh, each creature in a 15-foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw of 15 to save. A creature takes 3d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. The fire ignites any flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. Okay, if I aim well, it right, I'll can take I just the higher the of the two 16s I rolled. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't work. Because you had to no, it, it, for 15, right? Half damage? half damage? Half damage. Okay, half damage is... What was a half damage? Do, do, do. 3d6 fire damage on a failed save? Is that... Yes, but what it, am I supposed does, to roll? I'm say... confused. Roll 3d6 and then we'll divide it by 2. Okay. 3d6. Where is the d6? Sorry, I'm losing numbers here really quick. Okay, 3d6. 1, 2, 3. Roll. Comes out to 11. How do you want to do this? 
Okay. This heat. Yeah, I'm gonna um, melt possibly the eyeball because I think that's what it's scanning things with, and hope that it short circuits the rest of it, and um, you know, target it that way, I guess. Um, and then if it works <laughs> and it kills it, um, then I get uh, what was it? I think there's a way I get some hit points back. But just tell me if it worked, and then I'll know if I get hit points back. Am I making any sense? Yes, you make mm-hmm. perfect sense. Okay. So you you hold your hands out in front of you with mm-hmm. the thumbs touching and the fingers splayed out in a yep. way that if you're holding your arms up, it'd be jazz hands. But no, you're holding them forward. Mm-hmm. And this arc of flame shoots out and sets everything in its path on fire. It looks like <laughs> it's resisting at first and then bits of ornamental material on the little wings on the shoulders break off and fly away from the force of the flames. The eye collapses in on itself and disintegrates. More bits of metal fly away, being shot away from the force of this rocket blast from your fingers going right over Thandrin and Vasa's and Burp's heads and as little sparks. Um... Can I add a little and flavor just as the sparks come, ac- come across? I pull Vass's head down as well, meaning his head's down. Just to add a little insult to injury that mm. I'm helping him. He doesn't require a lot of persuasion to duck at this point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more of just a little insult to injury flavor. <laughs> Certainly. Um, and he might parse this incident later but right now he's thinking not being on fire is a benefit Zuna is doing exactly the opposite she's running into the fire um no never said Zuna was what? smart Zuna's very she... smart Zuna's even Zuna is much much wiser and Zuna knows that inside that robot is someone we're friendly to okay so uh... Zuna's running towards this conflagration now over your heads <clears throat> burp and mm-hmm. you see a few glowing blue items pushed out of this thing by the force of the flames sent over your heads too high up for you to reach and then into the pit behind you and then because it's an instant cast spell and it's six round but six seconds for a round Time speeds back up to normal again. Burning hands is done. There's a moment of quiet, except for the popping of rapidly cooling metal. There's nothing visible inside this thing except for a cavernous space. And then the parts that were blown away start to grow back as you hear it say, reintegrating, reintegrating, reintegrating. Are you kidding me? And a voice that sounds like it comes from the very rocks and mortar around you says, Oh, no, you <laughs> don't. Thank <laughs> you. Excellent. And it atomizes. Okay, that was... And strange. in front of you is standing Cavi, who looks like Yay! they've had a shower since the last time you saw them. And maybe a fresh set of overalls that's only slightly stained. So, knowing how grease works, they look wet. 
and otherwise unchanged. <laughs> no, no, they, they used Agent Orange. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so they oh, no, no, it's not Agent Orange. That's, that, that's something else. It's that's something that, else, that, isn't it? Yeah, there, there's yes, a special soap that's got like pumice in it, and it, it's a degreaser more than it is a soap. Um, Good heavens! They, they wash themselves <laughs> in a cancer-causing. Um, defoliant, but never mind about mm. that. Sorry, mm. Agent Orange is what we used in Vietnam. It's basically yeah. napalm. <laughs> no, it's not napalm. It's defoliant. It, it, it's a different... But, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. But never mind about yeah, no, that. Anyway, yeah, it's... <laughs> Cavi looks clean. Okay, wow. all joking aside. Cavi is there now. Okay. Um, Are you okay? No. Really I... We okay. I mean, I didn't... Uh, didn't mean to set you on fire? <laughs> oh... There's a lot that's happened that I'm going to need to parse, and I don't think I really have the spoons to do that. I'm thrilled that I have the spoons to know I won't have the spoons to do that for probably some time. Um, so, first things first, thank you. Second things second. Or maybe this should be the first thing. Are you all okay? Um, mostly, yes. All right. Herb says cheerfully, I'm fine. Slightly Brandon, smoldering. Brandon stands <laughs> up and puts his hand out to the drow to offer assistance up. He takes it. Turns to Kavi. We're fine over here. Oh. And the front door is open up. And Mazir says, what the heck did you do to my tower? Um, and that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Maybe... <laughs> Can Burp Thank do you, one little thing? Listening. Burp would like to lay on hands on Kathy just because this is scary that Mazir is upset. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Fix the in, tower? <laughs> in chat, Ellie asked if Mazir could get the last line, oh, but I think, sorry. Beth, you've superseded that, and I'm okay with sorry. this. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for playing. This has been a lot of fun. I've been Crash. I've been your DM. Tonight, we were joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Beth, Chris, Ellie, Eo, Jen. Cindy was here listening to all of this chaos and shenanigans. Who wants to plug some things? I am reliably informed that Eo's mom writes books. Mm -hmm. And you can go to elizabeth-mccoy.com. And one of these days, we'll get a few other URLs. We'll see. I'm looking forward to when we have the top-level domain of dot Eo's mom writes books. Yes. Let's make There's that a happen. social media network you can join at E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z. I'm not in charge of it anymore, but uh, several of our friends are, and I think everybody here has an account there, even if they don't use it. So you can ask anybody f who's currently on the network for an invite. Yeah, you're right. Everyone here does have an account on there. Mm -hmm. Active or inactive, but yes. Technically, yes. Mm -hmm. um, Jen has a website at... Yes, um, I'll take over. Okay, so I have a number of things. Um, I'm the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast, which is about uh, Diablo games and lore and the community around it. Um, and that's at ShatteredSoulstone.com. New episodes come out every Saturday. 
uh, at, well, they come out around 8 in the morning California time, but it probably doesn't really matter because you're listening to this from wherever you are. I also have a website called Book of Jen at bookofjen.net. It also has a lot of Diablo stuff on there, but it, in addition, it's got other video games and book reviews and whatever the heck else I feel like writing at the time. It's at bookofjen.net. If you want to get a t-shirt with the Shattered Soulstone logo on it, or a t-shirt or a uh, thing to stick on your phone, of the some of the classes from the Cobalt's in Space game that Crash has worked on and Ellie has worked on, uh, you can get that over on Redbubble at Book of Jen. Now I'm done. Crash, I don't believe that. Uh, you're going to have to roll to disbelieve. Uh, by the time anyone who isn't listening to this live is listening to this, uh, Chris's website will be live. Yay! We rebranded! Woo! <laughs> Yes, so um, a podcast formerly known as Azeroth Coast to Coast has rebranded. We are now the Coast to Coast Extend- Expanded Universe. Um, you can find us at um, no, the, the website URL is a, is a tongue twister, but it's, it's, it's it was the cheapest one because the other one was two and a half grand. Um, uh, TCTCEU.com. Uh, oh. We're expanding out just from gaming to talk about uh games obviously tv shows comic books movies um essentially everything that we love um and yeah it's a lot of fun uh, we were just uh, we spoke about, we did a record, recording today we spoke about uh final fantasies new update coming before endwalker we spoke about the spider-man uh no way home trailer we spoke uh, spoke about the Activision blizzard controversies and all that jazz Mm. But we just had a long conversation that was just real fun. And we're very excited. Uh, GLDR on our logo, Gav literally made it in paint in five minutes, and it was literally just the name of the podcast. It's, I kind of like it, though. And their turnaround <laughs> time is much faster than mine. <laughs> so everything you well, heard is old news by the time that you hear it. Yeah. It's, it's really not fair to, I mean... Just because someone can spin faster than you can. Look, I broke the sit-in spin, okay? It, it's rated for small children. I am not a small child. I am neither of those words. Not with that attitude. You know what? You I'm not even going to end with a parting remark. I'm just going to leave it at what Chris said. Good night, everybody. I just... I think it's so great that in the 80s and early 90s, there was literally a toy that was just, you sit down on it, and then you turn around a lot. Mm-hmm. Whee! Throwing up was optional. Good night, everybody. <laughs>